page Reishlam and Hey Bayam Darkecha, Tshuva. All the Avoda, the Yom Neroim, and the Sukkis and Simchas Torah. These Shabbos is brought down from the Vitaher Libenu, Love the Chavamas. The Libenu is the Oisias, Lach the Chavreshes, Noach and Veyeru. Love the Chavamas, Vitaher Libenu, and each of the. Each of the parashies has to do with a different one of the Yom Tov. I'm not going to into right now, but Shana, Rosh Hashanah is gracious. The Tahara of the Mabul is in Kippur. And Lech Lecha is leaving the house. Yeah, leaving his home. He's going to the Sukkah. And Vayera is the parish of the Akedon, of Sari Yemen. All these parashies are parashies. Hashem is saying to us that all that you were davening for Time to, it's time to put into, into practice. So that's what we're learning about. Talking about, about Chassidish Charata, Bechia and Charata. We were actually up to footnote Tav Zion, we didn't do yet. On page Reishlam at Hey, Tav Zion. The Mechab is explaining the, the difficulty that people have when it comes to. When it comes to uh, Kabbalah, a Kabbalah va'osid, accepting upon oneself, knowing that that the, the tikkun is something which he can't really, he doesn't feel capable of at the present time in his life. That's what we were talking about. So just to end that, on Tavzayim Moshal is a Bein Shehech Mitzvah A Moshal is the son that that went. That went off. That went off. Uh, the way of Yiddishkeit went away from Yiddishkeit. The Shina Levusha, and he changed his way of dressing. The dark on his way of life is Rachek, the base of it, and he went far away from his father's home. Hine Kashu When that son comes back, Etzem Zesha Chayzer Lios Etzel Aviv. Zeh The the tshuva is returning home. That's the tshuva. That's, that's the whole yisod of what we're learning in this maimah. That, that that's what tshuva means. Tshuva means returning home. That's the ikah. You're home. That doesn't mean that now that the kid is... Thank you, Jim. I'm sorry. That doesn't mean that now that the kid is home, that all of the, that all of the issues of the past have disappeared. And there are reasons why he... The reasons why he left, and the reasons why he changed his way of life, and presumably not all of that has been resolved. It's not like he, you know, he happened to meet up with the best uh, therapist and the best uh, rebbe, and, and now everything is everything is gewaldic, and he's coming home, and everything is perfect. It's it's, it's not perfect, and there's still plenty of problems. But the issue is that he came home. Can you imagine the kid knocks on the door? Now it's his house. He walks into the house. And the first thing his father says to him is, "Yeah, but how come? How come you're not wearing the? How come you not wear that hat? How come you only wear a yarmulke? Or you're not wearing a yarmulke?" The kid will just turn around and disappear. Because, but it, it's clear that would be clear to the kid that that, that by my father the ikka is not that I'm home. It's my the ikka is not who I am. It's my behavior. It's not who I am. It's not me. It's, it's what I do or what I don't do. So he's not he's not going to stay. So there's no question that this kid when he comes home, 
he, he, there are things in his life that, 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 uh, things that, that he hasn't, uh, he hasn't uh, corrected or resumed, or, and he might not ever. But the things that he, and that he needs to do, she at imul that it should, it should, stim with the house that he's living in. Mikomakom bezen noshlon zman lefiak ketzav shalom, bezen noshlon zman lefiak ketzav shalom. That takes time, according to his own pace. Ke ikur husha shav lios chelik mi base avi vidarko. The ikur is that he that he wants to be home, that he's come home and he wants to be there. That's why the most important thing is that, I mean, obviously every situation is different and I'm not going into it now, but the most important thing is regardless of what's going on with that child, that the parent does whatever he or she can do, the parents do whatever they can do to make sure that the child stays home. And that the child for some reason couldn't, so then that he feels that he has a place to come back home. That's the ikka. That's the main thing. So how does Bechia, how does uh, uh, Bechia and Charata, crying and regret and remorse fit into all of this? So let's look at Reish Lam Hei Oz Dalit on top. Vav Shetzer Charata, one of the parts of Tshuva is regret, is Charata. Vav Filo Yogan, Yogan means even even anguish over the past. Ukumesha Kosev Rav as Rabbi Yonah writes in Shai Tshuva, Mikomakom einze mohus ha-tshuva. Mikomakom einze mohus ha-tshuva. He says that's not, that's not the essence of what tshuva is, the, the crying, the regret. Elish is a derech ha-tshuva b'poyal. It's one of the mahalchem of tshuva. It's one of the, it's one of the ingredients of tshuva, b'poyal, in practice. That there needs to be some, some uh, regret and some and some uh, deep regret over what's happened in the past. Like the like the son that's coming back to his father. When the son is asking for forgiveness for what he's done. It certainly has to be sincere. If he doesn't feel any charata, if he doesn't feel any regret, then it's not sincere. So that's what that's what this means. It means that the, the ikir is coming back, and he sincerely regrets causing his father that that uh, that tsar. Because only if there's some tsar, if there's regret, does that show that he understands that this was something that was wrong. That he understands that he made a mistake. That he did something that he shouldn't have done. So when a person who is healthy does something that was wrong, that was a mistake that he shouldn't have done, he regrets it. So, but he definitely wants to return to his father. And that does not fit into comfortably into the marshal of uh, of many of the kids nowadays that are just that are going off because they don't they don't truly understand what is it that they're doing that's wrong. 
So that's that's already a whole other conversation. Many of them don't see that. It's not like uh, I, I I can't believe that I was Machal Shabbos. I can't believe that I uh, I wasn't learning. I can't believe I wasn't davening. It's not. It's a different hergish that the person has. But in a situation where where a person did something that he, he understands is wrong, then naturally it comes with a regret, and a person should feel that regret because that's an, that indicates that demonstrates that that the embassy understands what was wrong. But as we've spoken about many times over the years, Tanya and Arisat Shuva and the Svamakadoshim will talk about this. That it's only for a certain time. It's not that the person should walk around crying and walk around miserable over the past. It's only a set specific time. There's a certain time to take to think about the mistake and to feel that regret, and that's it. But the clawless of tshuva, the overall picture of tshuva, the mahus of tshuva, the world of tshuva, is simcha atzuma. It's kevaldige simcha. Simcha atzuma. Lachzer al Hashem Returning to Hashem. Now, over the years, our picture has reversed, has become reversed. Most people, when they think of tshuva, the overall picture is misery, regret, sadness, and so on. And and maybe they maybe there's some nakuda there of of happiness of of, of being able to come back. It's, it's altogether the opposite of how it should be. But the ik of the emes is that the ik of tshuva is simcha, tremendous simcha. That's why the yemei tshuva conclude with sukkas with man simcha sein, simcha so, everybody's asking why is it that Sukkot, I mean the tour, everybody asks, why is Sukkot taking place in the, in the fall? Sukkot should be by Pesach. So, Zaman Simcha Seinu can only be after, after, can only be after Tshuva. Because there's no bigger Simcha in the world than, than, than coming home. That's the Simcha. So it, ha- it has to be connected to Rosh Hashanah and Kippur. Sukkot. can be Zaman Simcha Seinu separated from Zaman Tshuva Seinu. Zaman Shuva Because there's no greater joy than coming back, than coming home. But this became, in the minds of, in the minds of many people, this is a v'nahafaychu. The ikr tshuva is the, is the sadness and the darkness, the gloominess, the misery. And that's why people, one of the main reasons that people dread, dread Yom Nirayim, and Yom Nirayim, one of the reasons why everybody seems to be in a good mood nowadays, uh, because, you know, they know that Yom Kippur is far away. That's just the opposite. Simcha Tzuma. Tremendous Simcha. Lachzer Allah Hashem's Baruch. To return to Hashem. Ulahaschel Lich Yosimba. And to start to live with Hashem. To live a life with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. She'ein Mesikus V'Simcha Yosimikach. There's nothing sweeter and happier than that. Shan Neshama that the neshama is returning to the makar, to the source of its life, of its existence. That's the biggest simcha. And even, and even the, the crying, the bechia. I remember the, when, when we, we, we moved back, we lived in Esau, we moved back to America, and I was in yeshiva, so I wanted... My, I, I was in yeshiva and I wanted my father 
to daven, I used to daven with him in the shul. We daven. I wanted my father to daven. I wanted to daven in the yeshiva. That was the thing then to daven in yeshiva and and Rosh Hashanah. So my father said, "Okay, well, come with me to the yeshiva." He never saw that. So he went to a certain place and we daven in the yeshiva. And the people who were howling and crying. And my father said, "Don't get some mishra again." I remember he said, I'm not, "The second day, he said, there's nothing doing." I'm like, "What is this over here?" Is it a tishabov, of a cemetery? Somebody's crying. He never heard such a thing in his life. And Rosh Hashanah, the chiyas, carrying on. And even Yom Kippur, where they came from, it wasn't like that, the whole thing. What's everybody so upset about? Should we be simcha? Rosh Hashanah, it's gewaldige simcha. You know, I told you once there was a mice with the chayzim lublin that there was a whole, there was a tumult because the, it was Rosh Hashanah. The Chassidim were doing a, a record after davening Rosh Hashanah night, and there was for some reason the, there was a misnagid that ended up being in the shul. His misfortune that he ended up being in the shul by the Chosim Lublin in Rosh Hashanah, but he's doing a record, and and this this misnagid couldn't believe it. He went over there after davening to the Chosim, or not after during davening when they were dancing. He went over to the Chosim, and uh, and he said, "My high what, what is a party that they're dancing here?" And the, and the Chayza told him to come close, and the Chayza put his, put his hands, his hand over this Misnagid's eyes, and the Misnagid saw that, the, the Misnagid saw that the Malach was standing next to him, and that, and that, and that there were Malachim, they were dancing, Leibadika, Felech Malachim, they were dancing, the Chsidim, and there was the Malach was standing next to him. So the chayzer, the chayzer took his hand off, and the guy ran into the dance. <laughs> he ran over to the chayzer to dance, to come back to your father. That's, that's what happened somehow over the years. The Avinu Malkainu left out the Avinu. I think that's what happened. It became just Malkainu, not even Malkainu, just Hamelach. Malkainu is already halbetzar because Malkainu is saying at least our king. At least there's something personal. There's some connection, but. But, so there's no Avinu, there's no Malkainu, it's just Hamelech, without the clapping. Just Hamelech. By the way, if any of you are clappers, you know, it's a very sweet thing that they picked up in Uman, but, but you shouldn't do that until, the, until after the Baltfilah says the bracha. Because what was happening is that he's going Hamelech, you know, the Baltfilah is going Hamelech, and he didn't say HaKadosh, and, and the, and the, and the chavah was all clapping, so you can't hear the bracha. That's why the second day of Hashanah, I said, no, like, uh, give, give him a chance to finish. So that you, ha- you have to make sure they said the bracha. But that's the meaning of the simcha, of clapping. It's, it's coming back to you, coming back home, we're excited. It's a good thing. Just wait till the bracha's finished. V'afilu yeah. ha and even the crying itself, even the crying itself, so even, of course, there's an Indian that's brought down from Arizal, the, that the person doesn't shed one tear during these days, that uh, there's something missing in his shuva. So, there, of course, there's some Bechir. But Afilo Pnimis. even the Bechir should come from Simcha. From Simcha Pnimis, Simcha Pnimis. 
Shimcha Yagilim Kol Hayom, one of the Psukim that we say. Shimcha Yagilim Kol Hayom is the Rashi Tevish. Rabbi Nachman says, Bechir. Shimcha Yagilim, in your name we rejoice all day long. Shimcha Yagilim Kol Hayom. Is the is the Rashtavis Bechir. Bechir. That the Bechir, the crying itself, comes from Simcha. Simcha Pnimis. Ki Bechi, Marisha Hadavan Nogelo Adhanefish. Because crying, sincere crying, not, not somebody who's trying to get it going, but sincere crying shows that this this is something that's Nogelo Adhanefish. It's something that it, it reaches a, a very deep part of him. And he can't contain himself and he cries. That doesn't mean that the sadness, the depression, or the despair have reached the deepest part of him. That's not, that's not why he's crying. He's, the, the, the crying is because of being able to be home. Now, in that crying, of course, in the tears, it's mixed in with the feelings of, uh, I was away too long, and what did I do, and I shouldn't have. But the, but the ikr is... What touches the person, ad hanefesh, is 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 coming back. Who beemes mitstara mashahaya? Vaad rabbi sheri shahagosha zu davkim mitaycha simcha shalachazar. The the sherish the sherish of that hargosha the root of that hargosha is davkim mitaych the simcha of of returning. Mitaycha simcha shalachazar. And, and it comes with a very deep feeling. The person is moved to tears that despite everything that's happened in the past, the king is excited to have him back and is welcoming him back and is thrilled to have him home. And as we've learned so many times, Atzvus is a terrible klipa, sadness, is a terrible klipa. As Rabbi Chaim Vital writes, the Sefer, Shari Kedusha, Since Atzvus is a, is a very thick and horrible klipa of impurity, it can't be that Atzvus is true. We've spoken about this a great deal. Not atzvus, it's tshuva, but a certain kind of a marirus, a tzibrochen kite, not sadness or not depression. But here's where the Yetzirah is very, very effective. When the Yetzirah sees that this person wants to come home, he wants to come back to Hashem and he wants to serve Hashem, the Yitzhara brings about this shibush, this mistake, this confusion. That he now has to walk around, bent over, sad, with, this, with the heaviness, that atmosphere that, that my father felt in, the, in, in that place that we went to Davin. With that heaviness and that depression, that terrible, terrible darkness. And the Yetzirah says that if you're really, really doing tshuva, that's how you should be walking around. You shouldn't be dancing. You shouldn't be besimcha. 
And with this, the Yetzirah wants to make a double profit. Number one, since a person naturally can't bear being depressed, sad, and miserable, so these, these, this kind of behavior doesn't usually add up to much of a change in life. It's just when the sad day disappears, then he goes back to his old behavior and, and leaves. He just returns to whatever was. So that's the first thing that the Yetzirah gains. That, uh, that it's not going to work. That this is not going to add up to anything. The same way that people prefer feeling that there's a distance from Yom Kippur, they prefer feeling that there's, there's a distance from all of the consequences of Yom Kippur and all of the expectations of Yom Kippur. They much prefer the expectations of Purim and Hanukkah. And they look forward to Hanukkah and Purim. They don't look forward to... So when there's something that you are sad about, something that makes you feel a heaviness and a gloom, then the tef of a person is to, to become as disassociated as you can from that whole matzav, not to be part of that matzav. You don't want to be in that matzav. So since, the, since we're talking about very, very depressing and dark associations that people have with tshuva and with the yimei tshuva, so then, then the likelihood of this turning into real tshuva is very, is very little, it's very small, that the chances of this becoming a, a real tshuva. It could, it does sometimes, but it's, it's unlikely. So the Yitzhar is thrilled about that, that he was able to get this guy into the atzvus, into the, you know, into the I'm not dancing, you know, mode, into the atzvus, into the atzvus place. And not only that, that uh, he he's becomes less and less interested in even trying, even going into any of this. Comes because, of a, because over time, it's just, again, a healthy person, a normal healthy person, naturally recoils from depression and sadness. You know, sometimes I've spoken about this, but you know that somebody, when you were somebody who's not a happy person, they talk about things that you just don't want. You, you don't want to be with the person. You know, you don't want to be with that person. It's not because he's not a good person. It's just the type of you don't want to be with somebody like that. You know, the guy. The second you talk to him, he starts to tell you, you know, this guy did this, and this guy had that, and this one dropped dead, and the other one is going to drop dead, and. Did you hear what's going on with COVID in Wisconsin? And did you, you know, it's like, during that whole COVID time, those guys, mamish, came out of the woodwork. You know, the, the malchus of sadness, you know, you remember? It's just, it's just a short time ago, but it was like, and a lot of it had, you could tell a lot of it, not with people who were sick, but with people that were going on and on and on. With the it's like the, didn't have to do with anything with science or with COVID. It's, it's it was the the non dancing section of of the world. That's what it, that's what it was with all kinds of exaggerated fears and depression and sadness and pessimism. Pessimism, just nobody wants to. You know, it's not fun. People naturally don't want to be in that in, that, in the sviva of, 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 of that. You don't want to be with in the sviva of, of people like that. So, 
so not only is it unlikely that this person will, will over time want to come back to get beaten up again by Yom Kippur and to take it seriously he's also not going to be very inspiring to other people he's not going to be very inspiring to other people so you take a 14 year old kid and you put him into some place and they're howling and crying on Rosh Hashanah he might become a howler. He might become one of the one of the uh, you know the elite criers and screamers and howlers. But the likelihood is, is that the reaction will be, "This is not for me. I gotta get away from this stuff." And and uh, we don't want anybody to go away from Yiddishkeit. We don't want anybody to go away from from tshuva. But we don't want we don't. But people don't want to have those associations with. Them. People are very people. There are some people that there are some people that they they're always saying kaddish. You know, people like that. The, the, you ever meet a Jew like that? I mean, you ask him, my high. So either it's a sister-in-law, a brother-in-law, or a grandfather known saying kaddish for, or a great-grandfather known saying kaddish for, or for the six million who died, he's saying kaddish for, or he's saying kaddish because uh, you know, because somebody asked him to say kaddish. But there are certain Jews in the world that they're just always saying Kaddish. It's like something wrong. Something wrong. It could be it's just an unbelievable tzaddik. But there's a reason why other people come around to ask him to say Kaddish, because they know that he's a Kaddish zogun. He's a, he's a, he says Kaddish. He's a professional Kaddish. Like he works, he works for the Chavah Kaddish or something. So growing up, in every shul, there was always a guy, no matter what it was, there was always... Every single time, there he is. He's called he's called the Rav. What happened to you today? He can't live without saying Kaddish. Like he enjoys Kaddish. Enjoys Kaddish. Something that that's something that that's not healthy. And and people don't people don't feel comfortable with that because people want to be besimcha. A, a healthy, normal person wants to be besimcha. You prefer being with Jews that sing uh, as, as opposed to Jews who are saying Kaddish. Well, you know, you hear the, 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 some people say Kaddish. You know, it's just, even what Kaddish is, Kaddish itself is a gewaltige simcha to say Kaddish. And even though, of course, we associate Kaddish with, with uh, I mean, Kaddish, Yisarnam, uh, with, with uh, very sad things in life, nevertheless, Kaddish itself is a gewaltige. But they have a way of doing that also, making Kaddish. He's Kaddish, Kaddish, Shmei Rabba. You know, you've heard that before, right? And, and that's not, that's like Kaddish de Rabbanim. It's not even a Yasim. Like also, like it's a dirge, you know, like, a lead yeah. <laughs> and you have to stand there and show the guy three, four, five, six times Tishabov, Nachamal, Nachamal. He's hitting me with Tishabov. It's just a regular nice day. I'm happy. The sun is out. And this guy is. Some people are inspired by that. I just, I'm not so. So I don't mean to insult anybody. 
I know that some people like that. I will tshuva la'amita, but real tshuva. I will tshuva la'amita he. Knisa le'beis ha'melech. Real tshuva means going going back into the king's, into your son, and you're going into your father's house. And he's a king, he's the king, and you're going home. L'dveikas p'nimis ha'mashem ezbarach. You're returning to a place of dveikas with Hashem. A real dveikas with Hashem. That's also that's all about sunshine and warmth and happiness. That's what it is. What's better? Than being chavik and dovik, than, than, than hugging and being dovuk to Avinu Shabbashamayim. Malkus Shalom. Takadish Baruchu. Look at Tuf, look at, uh, oh no. Yeah, look at Tuf Tess. Ukshadam Nigash Lachuva Baifin Kazah. And if a person's Mahalach of Chuva is this, the one that we're learning. Sheikra Abadoso Materoso, he lists Chabril Hashem is Baruch. The Deikar Avodah and the goal, the objective is to become connected, to become attached to Hashem. And to return to Hashem with the whole heart, to live with Him. Then the, the Kabbalists, that, the good Kabbalists, the the good resolutions that he made that the, the coming year should be should be better to do good to do better things or to stay away from things that are not good all of those kabbalas are an expression they're all an expression of the rotsen of his heart of going of returning home and they're all part of that hishtokikus, that longing. Therefore, he has to get closer and closer to Hashem. And that's something which is, which is positive, which is optimistic. That's something which should fill a person with happiness. So therefore, the chances of those Kabbalists being kept are much greater. The Kabbalists that come in a state of depression, despair, darkness and gloom, are much, like, much less likely to, to last. The Kabbalists that take place, mitoich, simcha, and that feeling of, ah, I'm getting closer, this is, this is great, those Kabbalists are, are much, much, much more likely to, to remain. It's, it's, a, it's not complicated. One of the hardest mitzvahs in the world, if a person thinks about it, is bris milah. Especially if a person is already wasn't given a, he wasn't given a bris when he was younger and he has to do it himself, but Avram Avinu and Dafka regarding bris and even for a parent with a kid and, and regarding bris it's us on What's the simcha? So Chazal say the kol mitzvah shekibla elam besimcha dain mekaimus besimcha. Any mitzvah that we were makabel besimcha, we still keep that mitzvah besimcha. We still keep that mitzvah. The mitzvah, it lasts. It made it through the centuries, the generations. That even, I mean, you have some people that are made for the bris, but 
even Jews that are far, far, far from any shaykhs to, to Torah mitzvahs, they still want their kid to have a bismillah. Because somehow that, 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 that inion of entering into the bris, which means returning to my father or being with my father, that covenant, that bris, that it's, it, it has that, it has that avira of simcha. Somehow it has that, it, 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 it was to begin with an inion of simcha, and the dain and it was still mekaimed, because if something began with joy, and if something is, is itself felt to be joyous, then the, the nature of people is that they keep up with it. See, even Jews that don't keep up, haven't, over the centuries, have stopped keeping up with mitzvahs, nevertheless, they, they keep up with bishmila. It's an interesting thing, because it's dafka, hard mitzvah, it's an serious nefesh. But people keep up with it. When something begins besimcha, then the likelihood of it continuing on is much greater than when something begins out of just despair or this feeling of what choice do I have? I have no choice. If you do it because you feel that you have no choice, because otherwise you're you know you're you're, you're whatever you're in trouble, you whatever. So then. The second you feel clear of that scary time or place, you just you don't keep the Kabbalah. Because now it's not scary anymore. It's it's Cheshvan. Nothing scary about Cheshvan. So it's not scary anymore. So the Kabbalah that you said you made you had this Kabbalah that you're always going to do this, you're always gonna know you're not gonna do this. That. So you're not scared anymore. It's not it's not uh, you're not in that matzav of 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 uh, being afraid. And being nervous, so then, once once you're relieved of that of that scary, nervous atmosphere, then the Kabbalah is gone. That's what happens very often. There's no you don't keep. It. But when something was mitach simcha, then, then it's natural that when something is mitach simcha, you remember it, you want to connect to it, you want to continue with it. It's also it's just a normal thing that a person should be like. It's normal that a person should be like that. This feel this is good. This is right. I'm happy about this. This this causes me to feel to feel good. And when it's associated with something that's positive and optimistic and happy and good, so the nature of a person is that those are things in life that are dying kind of simcha that you that you that you keep up with, that you stay with. But if the associations are depressing and negative then you, the nature of a person is to run away. So, what are, the, what are the chances of a person's Kabbalahs continuing on in the year when the Kabbalah began, mitoich atzvus, mitoich misery, and choshech, and so on? Very little. But when the Kabbalah comes with the simcha, so the chances of it continuing on are, are much, much greater. But it means with real simcha. The chances are much greater of that of that. Uh, being able to continue on. Vav. Vihine kisha adam zayichu misayra bay haratzon leskayv l'Hashem zbarah. Oh, I, I, I'm sorry. The bottom of the page. I, I didn't do the bottom. The last line of tough test. It, it, it continues on that note. So before going to Vav, let's just finish it. It goes on to the next slide too. All the way to Vav. 
Because really, this is what Hakadosh Baruch Hu wants from a person. It says in Mishlei, it says, "Tana b'ni libchali, tana b'ni libchali." My son, I want your heart. I want you to give me your heart. It's what every, it's what every parent hopes for from a child. Filled a heart that's filled with a longing to stay connected, to be connected, to do the right thing. To, 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 to behave in the right way. And if a person shuvahs in this way, he'll be much to, to move forward and to, and to go higher. And he'll be much with the Kabbalah, there's Makabal. Because this is the true path of tshuva. And as you're on the you're on the road, this is the road of tshuva. This is the path of tshuva. The path of tshuva is a path of simcha, of the vekus, of ahava. That's the path of tshuva. And and you're on that path, and that path leads you closer and closer and to Hashem and higher and higher. That's that. That's the path of tshuva. Ubemes hakabolas harishaynis, shvichas liyas binyinza. And that's really, you know, the kind of kabbalas that a person should make. Obviously, we all have a lot of things that we need to fix, but and improve. But the bemis the kabbalas which are shuvichas leos benin hazeh the kabbalah latzmo in yonim she kavu osalei shemsbo to makabel upon oneself in yonim those things that bring him closer to Hashemsbo. That the kabbalas should be things that bring you closer to Hashemsbo. Things that are going to be mechazik to kesha with Hashem. So for, for for some person, you know, for, for a person to come out from the on top of the Kabbalah that I'm going to observe the fast days of Bahab or I'm going to keep Yom Kippur, you know, Yom Kippur cotton. Again, for some people that might be a very, very effective thing. But for most people, that's the type of a Kabbalah that for that person at that point in his life, it's unlikely that it's going to strengthen his kesha with Hashem. As what, what are the Kabbalists that we're making on Yom Kippur? And are these Kabbalists that are real, are really going to strengthen my kesha with Hashem? Or maybe these are just Kabbalists because I want to look like other people that are from, or I want to live up to other people's expectations of, of how I'm supposed to be from. Or, or am I taking upon myself Kabbalists that I, that's, that I feel that seem to me not because I heard in some speech, but I feel will bring me closer to Hashem's book. I sincerely feel will bring me closer to Hashem. Again, because then the closer you get to Kadosh Baruch Hu, the more the other things, including Bahava, that's good for you, whatever, the other things will begin to fall into place. But the Icar is to Mechazik the Keshem Hashem's Baruch Hu. And if you take upon yourself things, Kabbalists, that are strengthening the relationship, so then the other things will work out over time. Not right away, but over time the tshuva becomes, more, becomes a tshuva mitis and, and, and things begin, begin to improve and begin to change.
the kinyan la'arich zman because there's a kinyan la'arich zman that lasts a long time. He kol magamos so he rakless karv la'shemesbar because the the entire objective of this person is to get closer to Hashem, which is what Shuvah is all about, to return to Hashem. So the closer you get to Kaddish Baruch Hu, the, 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 the less intimidating the other things in your life that you haven't started to do, the less intimidating they are. If a person feels very, 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 very far from Hashem, then he doesn't feel like going to Davin and the Minyan. He doesn't feel like, like, like doing those things. But the closer a person is to Kaddish Baruch Hu, So then the other things are much more likely to fall into place. That's why so many times when people come to talk to me about, uh, about this Indian that they're messing up, or that that they're not good at, this they're not... So I would say nine out of ten times what I talk to them about is his boat of this. That's really nine out of ten times I talk about his boat of this. Because his boat of this is about, is about, for the first time in your life, developing a relationship with Hashem, a real personal and deep relationship with Hashem and if you have that and you talk to Hashem about all these different things and you conduct a real Hizbardus and you, you become a person of it that, that's misbaidei then, then then it's mimela over time then davening becomes better and, and, and Shabbos it's just that's a natural thing that when you're close to someone you're happy doing you know those kind of things you just feel good about them you just feel good about them. But if you're very, very, very far, if you have no kesh with Hashem, and you, have, and you take upon yourself these Kabbalahs that you heard, of, like, you know, whatever, this is important, and I got to do this, and you make some big Kabbalah, and, and uh, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to finish Shas, you know, the, uh, this year, and so on. It's, it's, a, it's a very, very noble, wonderful thing. But if you don't have a kesh with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and the, and your learning is, is is comes with a feeling of emptiness, and, and you don't it doesn't it doesn't bring you to a place of simcha and dveikas b'shem. So then, um, it's very unlikely that that's going to come out to anything. But if but but uh, with his bardus, there the person is and davening his bardus, the person is developing a, is developing a kesher with Hashem's bar, and the mimela. With that, uh, and, and to talk about all different things by his brother, this the the person wants to wants to behave differently. So that's that's uh, that's the mahalach of tshuva. The mahalach of tshuva is a mahalach of, of dveikus b'Hashem, of returning to Hashem. Not that any of the not that any of the other things are, are not important. Of course, they're all important. Every every mitzvah, the rabban and the raisa, every aver, the rabban and the raisa, all of those we have to try to do our best to keep everything the right way. We're only talking about about how to come back to these things, of how to return to them. And a, a clever, intelligent, and real strategy of coming back. And what he's explaining is that that depression and darkness is bad strategy. Bad. I, I don't think we need to show any proofs for that. It's just bad strategy. It's, it's not a good strategy. If, if, if God forbid someone's kid has left the house, and the parent, the father calls back in desperation and says, 
please, please, I'll do anything. I'll give you more chores to do in the house. Just come home. I, I, in the past, I only asked you to, to paint your room. I'm going to ask you to paint now the entire house. Just come home. Uh, you know, so in the past, I only I only yelled at you on Shabbos morning to come to me with shul. But if you come home, I promise I'll yell at you every morning to come with me to shul. There's a kid doing it. He's going to come home. But, but this is the message that a lot of the have again. Like, I was beaten up badly enough before. Like, what do I want to go back for more of that stuff? The issue is that we want you back home. And when, you're, and when you have a relationship, and, and, and it's real, and it's besimcha, so then the kid will pick up a paintbrush and start doing some work. That's, that's how life is. Even before getting fancy with the Yiddish guy, just life. It's like that. He wants, he feels happy being in that place. And you feel part of that place, and you want to fix it up. When you feel happy about the place you're in, and about the life that you're in, you want to fix it up. When you feel unhappy and miserable about the life you're in, you don't want to fix it up. You just sink deeper and deeper and deeper, or you try to numb yourself with with drugs or pornography or whatever. That's that's just, that's without, uh, that's without the mechizchenich, you understand? That's just how people are. That's life. And that's exactly what we're talking about. That's the mahalaf, that's the pathway of truth. Okay, Bezashem, we'll continue with the love.